Today, we're exploring the often frustrating battle with procrastinating on your marketing. Instead of the conventional feel the fear and do it anyway approach, I'm sharing a kinder view to turn procrastination into a valuable signal to more deeply align with your values. Stick around to uncover how embracing procrastination can lead to being more authentic in your marketing and shift how you show up in your business. Hey, I'm Amanda Jane, and this is Not Marketing, where we help reluctant marketers connect and share their business in ways that are natural, inspiring, safe, and sustainable. Together, we're busting marketing myths and shifting the dialogue and helping you be a truth teller, share your work with the world, and attract clients you love. Let's rock. Welcome. I'm so glad you're joining me today, especially as I've been in a period of procrastination on preparing these very episodes for you. And most people will tell you that you need to overcome your procrastination of marketing and this push and pull of wanting to be able to connect and share your work and still feeling hesitant and holding back is an energy drain and hugely frustrating. And I absolutely understand the desire to want to overcome it. The process that we're often given by productivity culture and mainstream marketing advice is feel the fear and do it anyways. It seems like we always need to be doing and that our feelings, our sensations, our bodies are actually not a legitimate source of information. And this puts you in a battle with yourself. And in that scenario, who loses? You or yourself? When you battle yourself, either you or yourself comes out on the bottom. Uh, that's not a good situation. What if instead we lend ourselves some grace and rather than bringing this conquering energy to our relationship with procrastination and maybe even our relationship with ourselves as a person who procrastinates, rather than seeing it as a flaw and a characteristic to be ashamed of or fixed, We approach it with a neutral or a curious frame in order to understand it better and deeper. Not as a way to overcome and become a conqueror, but lean into learning how to live in a gracious acceptance of this aspect of ourselves and indeed of being a human. Uh, I I was going to say in these times, And actually, I believe it was Socrates and Aristotle who were discussing and questioning and yes, battling this tendency to do things against our better interest even 2,500 years ago. So not a modern result of our current culture. So how do we move towards a more accepting relationship? Actually, Before I go there, let's consider what might be keeping you from having an accepting or even a neutral relationship with procrastination. I think it's the idea that if you accept that procrastination is a part of you, 
that will either make you fundamentally flawed and therefore a less valuable human because, hey, doesn't that benefit capitalism? And or the acceptance will be like permission for procrastination to just take over and start running the show. That's, I think, what we imagine will happen. But what I find is actually the opposite. When we move into a gentle and a curious relationship with our procrastination, it means that we can have a deeper understanding of it, gain more conscious awareness of procrastination patterns, and acceptance creates more of a seeing presence. Like we can see our procrastination rather than it becoming personal, like it's part of us. Kind of like mindfulness where you can have thoughts, but you aren't your thoughts. So accepting procrastination rather than resisting it puts you in a position of being a conscious decision maker rather than simply reacting. Now, does this mean you will always decide not to procrastinate? No, it does mean that when you are in a procrastination pattern, that you don't have to feel like you're a failure or a worthless POS. You can bring kindness and grace and love even when you're procrastinating. And my gosh, if that isn't so much more motivating, than shaming and shitting on yourself. Okay, so I've prefaced that moving into this more accepting relationship is about deepening our understanding of procrastination. Now, here's what I want you to consider. Procrastination is a sign, a symbol from our body and our system, whether that's our neuroception, our perception, our intuition, that something about this is unsafe, a risk, or a threat. And as it relates to marketing, it's something about marketing or something about this task of marketing or something about this strategy around marketing feels unsafe, a risk, or a threat. Now, it's not always very obvious what it is that's creating this threat response. Often we generalize to this whole thing is a problem. This whole thing is misaligned. This whole thing is overwhelming. This whole thing is pick your pattern. And we procrastinate on the whole thing. I call this creating a red light. Then we should and shame ourselves or try to push through to motivate a different behavior. I lovingly refer to this as the swirling toilet of marketing terribleness. And perhaps you know, as I do, that it can swirl for a good long time. I'd like to offer you an alternative. Instead, with curiosity, we can use our procrastination as a signal to lean in and find out what specifically might be creating this perception, this intuitive sense of risk, danger, or threat. That's the real cause of this response, the root of where our procrastination and avoidance is coming from. Because from this curious exploratory space, we can address and reverse the risk 
or design new safety mechanisms so that we can proceed with care. We can tip ourselves into the task, the idea, the project, the strategy, and allow it to expand us into our courage zone without sending us into this flight, fight, and freeze reaction. And in our courage zone, that's where we can learn and grow. I thought this might be a good place to put in my shameless plug because I want you to know that I offer accountability and implementation support. If you're ready to create a new relationship with marketing, build your courage and feel inspired to show up, share your work and attract clients you love, go to notmarketing.ca to find out more. That's notmarketing.ca to find out what I have for you this season. All right, back to the episode. Let's look at a concrete example in marketing to help this make more sense and hopefully make this idea applicable for you. One of the women I know was procrastinating on promoting an offer to work with her. And when she got curious, what she realized was that she did not want to fulfill this offer as she had designed it. She realized that if anyone took her up on this offer, it was going to have her tied to her computer and on Zoom calls all day. And she was dreading working in that way. The offer she had created was threatening her sense of freedom and it wasn't allowing her to be her true self in the way that she wanted to be working with her clients. You can maybe see how pushing through this procrastination and just promoting it and feeling the fear and doing it anyway would have put her in a situation of serving clients in a way that was uninspiring, draining, and would have in all likelihood led to resenting her clients. And depending on how long she was doing it, burning out or even potentially leaving her business. Problem wasn't procrastinating or avoiding sharing an offer. And nor was the solution letting her business fizzle as she struggled to get clients. From this place of compassionate honesty, she could uncover an aligned solution to the real problem, which wasn't procrastination. It was having a misaligned offer. She ended up recreating the offer and focusing on audio coaching and training and set up expectations and a container that she was really excited to show up to and then was excited to share and invite people into. So hopefully that helps illuminate how being curious about your procrastination and deepening your understanding can create a much kinder and gentler and a more like win-win feeling as a result of accepting your procrastination as a state of being and a warning signal that you can use to serve you, to not, not to be frustrated by to use it to keep on track with your values, your principles, and your commitments to showing up to your marketing as truly your best self, rather than seeing procrastination as slowing you down or taking you off track. Personally, making this shift to begin to accept my procrastination has opened up a new and supportive sense of myself in the world, where I can be honest about my needs and tend to them with genuine care and it's helped me move and take more aligned safe and sustainable action like 
bringing you this podcast. In the next episode, I'll be building on the idea of procrastinating on your marketing and why learning more about marketing is rarely the solution and why in some cases may even make the procrastination patterns worse. I hope you'll join me. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you like the show, I invite you to head over to iTunes or wherever you're listening to the podcast, subscribe and leave a rating and a review. This lets them know that great listeners like you like the show and it helps get the message out to more listeners. Your review really does make a difference. Thanks again for joining me, Amanda Jane, for Not Marketing. Until next time, stay courageous.